Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The The Big Big Ones! Each week, we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Well, you like what you see, Ennis Esmer. Wow. Cool, oh, my right? goodness. How special to see that happen. I assume that was canned and you just did the last part. That's really? what people think. I, wow. I don't know what... Well, you know who doesn't think that is anyone who listened to like the first two or three seasons because yeah. it took us maybe uh, 500 times to nail that. Well, that's tough copy. There's a lot of alliterations in of there. Of course, and it's a lot of the same word, but it's like a thesaurus kind of yeah. wrote it because it's the same. It's a, a different word with the same meaning. And every time I hear that with inside yourself part, I do like a bit of a flinch where I'm yeah. not sure mm. if that's the right word, but it I know it is. It is a real I know, word. I know, I know. Yeah, the, oh, I looked it up. The people have spoken. I'm a fan, guys. I've been following the evolution of your intro for years. So you guys know Ennis because he's on the big... Oops, I got to turn off the fridge. Oh, <laughs> By remote? By remote. Yeah. Her boyfriend invented that. Yeah. Just, like It's proprietary just for this fridge? Uh, yeah, you pull it. It's just... Well, he didn't invent it. He just bought something where you plug oh. the, 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 the fridge into this thing before you plug it into the wall. I and then see. all of a sudden the remote works. But now everything in there is melting? Well, the the door's closed, so right. the air in there and and nothing in there is to um, just my ice cream cake. Is that how that works? Because I'm staying <laughs> at, a, at a, a subletting place and the, the the dial subletting place an apartment mm-hmm. a home <laughs> someone else's home and the dial on the fridge I never trust it because it's like it freezes everything out of nowhere. And then if I turn it down, everything melts. But I can't get a calibration. I need a remote like that. Can I have a remote? Yeah, but that I don't think that would help you. With maybe like a, a nanny cam inside it so I can see when the food is freezing? Yeah, I, see I, what your food does when you close the I, door. I tried to put some feta cheese crumble on my uh, my uh, salad yesterday, and it was froze, frozen little cubes of I feta see. cheese. It might be the placement of it in the fridge, because there's certain areas in the fridge that are ice spots. I mm. thought we were past that. That's a real thing, that there's I, there's parts that get colder? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Amanda's got her hands up like she's like, Sorry, I know you're not you're not the Maytag people. <laughs> sorry to break it to you, Ennis. You're not the RCA. I didn't know they made fridges. Yeah, they make and it and boy, is the sound quality good <laughs> on the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> the sound quality is great. So you guys know Ennis because he's on the hottest network show of the decade. I, it, is there really? Well, I think it's a pretty big deal. Okay, Blind Spot, baby. Wow, that's right. Created by Martin Garrow, friend that's of true. the podcast, friend of the yes. podcast, friend of the fr- friend of the us, friend of the us. That's how friend we know. Yeah. That's In how life. we know Ennis. Yeah. And then you're also on that show, which I haven't seen yet. P- people love Red Oaks. Yes, that's one. I that's on my must watch list. Must. 
Oh, that's great. It that's takes nice place at maybe like watch. camp, right? In no, it's like a it, country 80s? club girl. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I might be wrong. It was like working. At, it was like working at a summer camp. It was like having a summer job. Oh, you know? was it fun? It was super fun. Yeah, we were in upstate New York shooting at a country club, and uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like an an eighties homage sort of uh, John Hughesy. Oh, that's fun. Uh, this kid Jeez. gets his first like job after high school, and his life's changing. And, and you're the kid. I'm. Yeah, I play. We did a lot of the uh, the Irishman <laughs> yeah, uh, de aging. Cool. Um, and they just removed my beard. It was great. <laughs> uh, and yeah, no, it's a fantastic show. Paul Reiser's on it. Richard Kind, Amazing. Jennifer Grey. Paul, Paul Reiser is a. We are big fans. Here. Oh, I heard. I just listened to the episode uh, with Mark McConville where you're going on about Paul. He's amazing. Yeah, Paul Reiser is a magnetic force. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Now Ennis is like you guys should Google him because he is, I think, one of the best actors of our time. Jeez. Anytime oh, I see him, have you seen him act? Well, Amanda. on Blind Spot, it's so good. And then anytime anyone I ever say anything about you and go, people go, "Oh, Ennis is great," and I go, "Star quality." Jeez. I sort of. I just said that to Molly on the phone. I was talking to Molly Hawking. Did she hang up on yeah. you? <laughs> she goes. She, she goes. Who are you having on the big ones? And I said Ennis. And she goes, Oh yeah, he's great. And I go, Star quality. That's you, all you said. That's your response. You know, at the Bachelor, oh, so yeah. we watched the Bachelor. We oh, watched no. the Bachelor together on Monday nights at Martin Garrow's house, and Molly's there. And um, halfway through the Bachelor the other night, Ennis turns to Molly and go, Molly, and just no one was talking about it. And he goes. <laughs> Molly, I have to apologize. I I called you Wendy before. <laughs> I did. It was it was really embarrassing. I felt oh. I had to say it because I thought maybe she had heard it. Now that's a big one. I know you have you brought been, yeah. something in, but that is something that will give me. I've called people the wrong name before, and it haunts me to this day. Well, I met her very uh, quickly at Martin's wedding, yeah. Martin and uh, yeah. Melissa's wedding. But it was such a big function, and a lot of my friends were there, so I didn't really get a chance to meet a lot of Melissa's friends, and. Uh, I, it just happened where I said, oh, what are you working on, Wendy? And I just was so sure. <laughs> she does look like a Wendy, though. She absolutely does. Well, it's her nickname now, right? Yeah, we call no, her Wendy. Yeah, Wendy. When, did Wendy, she yeah. know that you had called her Wendy? She did not know. She had no idea what he was yeah. talking about, which made it... <laughs> she was like, you did what? Yeah. Which I guess is just, that's this is the, I'm Canadian, that's part of our neuroses, is to have to uh, draw attention to things we did that no one else notices. It's just, I'm Wendy's sorry. the funniest name to think someone's name is that. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, you know, five syllables, ends with a Y, Wendy, yes. Molly, yeah. I might and have And it's an upside down M. M yeah. Oh my God. Mendy. Mendy. Men- yeah. Right? yeah, Mendy. The Mendy and- Project. Wally. <laughs> At least she didn't call her. I thought her name was Wall E, but like the robot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Molly. I thought your name was Mall E. M A L L, like shopping mall. M O. No, yeah. M A L L dash E. Yeah. Molly. So, Ennis, you're a fan of the show. So, Oh, such a huge fan. Oh, my God. I got to bring up what just happened, though. What? You know. So, Ennis, so let me. Am I okay on the mic? Am I facing the right Is this okay if I do this little jaunty lean here? Yeah. But let's let people guess. Oh. Okay, so Ennis brought something to us, and it's, it was something that means a lot. And we're going to let you guys guess. First, we're going to crinkle. Oh, God. Okay, and then let's see. What else can we do? Sounds like wrapping paper. <laughs> Jeez. Hold on, hold on. It sounds like packing peanuts. <laughs> it sounds like some, packing peanuts with something gross inside. I'll tell. Well, have you given up? Give well, up? Are you gonna do a? Oh, the, should I do a bite? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, people hate. Know. People hate. Okay. Well, it. just close. Trigger warning. I'm gonna bite. <laughs> okay. Listen. Awesome. Should we all do it? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone okay. do it. Okay. 
Mm. Have you guessed? <laughs> they think we're eating fiberglass. <laughs> well. It's a suicide pact. Let me give you guys a little background. <laughs> we got an email yesterday from NSN. Do either of you have any food allergies? To which my ears perked up and I braced myself. And I went, ooh-wee, are we in for a surprise? Because if anyone ever says, asks if you have food allergies, you know what treat's in store. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I said no. And then this morning he comes in with three chocolate croissants from the coffee mm. shop Alfred. Yep. Alfred's. Alfred's. Mm. And it They're is so delicious. Good. They're fantastic. And, and they run out. So this is like a rare, rare this is like only my second time I've been able to get to them in time. Ah, this is the only other time that rivals this is when Taryn Killam showed up with a box of pastries to which I almost passed out. And but this is just this the, the look. No, no, his is better. It came in a box. It's not. Once it's again, Taryn Killam ranks higher than me. <laughs> this and one other time, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> well, and it's th- that was it's such a treat. Well, you're both such a treat, and mm. so is being on the show. So thank you for having me. All right, Amanda, I got you're going to get the letters because I know I got both. Speaking of Taryn Killam, the other day he told me that on the mailbag episode when I was crinkling my cookie bag, mm. he said he said that really uh, sent him up a wall. Right. All right, this will all be cut out. This will all be cut out? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Because I re-listened to that Godzilla episode, and there's like there's, <laughs> there's like minutes of... worth. There's times where, because I was listening to onto like those Sonos speakers, and they drop out every once in a while. Twice I went and checked, and I was like, is this? No, no, no. We were just reading. Just reading. Yeah, yeah that, we that's just... what you like to hear on a podcast. <laughs> you were reading. <laughs> well, it was a complicated scenario, for sure. Well, well to it didn't have to be. Yeah. It was to you. It's to, uh, to anyone who cared about answering the big one i don't i don't get how if you die that secret's gonna get out that's all spoilers for Ennis, people who are... we can't get back <laughs> okay all right all right sorry okay, okay. but it, it's a contentious episode i don't get why people don't love that episode no. well it had the pack the infamous packing peanut I moment the packing right peanut moment that i still feel horrible about that mm. anyway and oh, right the outside at the end it was... I, that was fun it was like it turned into a true crime podcast <laughs> for a little bit yeah it was good <laughs> they were there and then they were gone and someone <laughs> took them it's like that. Did you see the Queen of Versailles, that documentary no. where it was mm-hmm. like the 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 recession hit in the middle of them making it. Mm. So what was supposed to be a movie about them trying to rebuild Versailles in America turned into a movie about like all their businesses falling apart. Mm. So it was like that. It felt like I was in yeah. something that. That's uh, why you always have to be recording. Yeah, because you, you never know. You never know when a recession is going to hit. Mm-hmm. ABR. Yeah. Always yeah. be recording. <laughs> I'm going to get that written in cursive on a little necklace. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it tattooed to my neck. Perfect. That's easier that yeah. way you don't have to worry about putting on the necklace. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we gotta get to your little big one. Okay. Uh well here's the situation and it, it involves uh this is another part of the delight of being here is that you guys are allowing my my dear lady love Amy, who is a huge fan of the show, to call in later. Uh, we're so excited. Yeah. Dear, did I just blow that secret? No, there like, wasn't a you know, there were no secrets. She introduced here. me to the show and uh which is ironic considering I I, I knew you both before that. Or knew of you both. But uh, this involves her to some extent. And uh, basically, it's, it involves the concept of outside food. Uh, mm-hmm. We were at a coffee shop uh, on Sunset in Silver Lake uh, getting coffee and Intelligentsia. Pastry. Yeah, there you go. I didn't. I don't know if you want to buzz market them. <laughs> what other other coffee shop is there? There's a, you know, the Sunset Grill. You can get tater tots, they have coffee. Wow. But, uh, uh, so we get, we get coffee and like a, a croissant, maybe a chocolate croissant. Mm-hmm. And then she also wanted a juice, but they didn't have juice there. So she goes, okay, I'm just going to go grab a juice from somewhere else. And 
She comes back and proceeds to attempt to consume the juice at the intelligentsia where we're sitting down and having coffee and croissants, to which I said, you should go ask if you can do that. Because that's from oh, outside. Yes, no. Oh, you're already you're already with me. I said, shouldn't you go ask if you could do that? That's outside. Can I ask. Okay, continue. Well, Sorry. hold on. Okay, so we're sitting outside. <laughs> Maria's face is disgusted. Now, okay, they don't have juice there. That's fine. Okay. But uh, all I said was, go ask them, and if they say it's okay, you're golden. And if they don't say it's okay, wait to drink the juice till we mm-hmm. go somewhere else. And her argument was, she shouldn't have to ask because they don't have that item there. Mm-hmm. They don't sell that item, which mm-hmm. means. Uh, that makes it okay. To which I responded, well, they don't have a uh, pot roast here. Could you just bring a pot roast? And I bet to you appreciated she, that. No, she's opposite, actually. She said that uh, she said <laughs> I, was a, I was a lunatic and that that was a crazy thing to say. Um, so my thing is just, I didn't say don't drink out. Here's a, like, at one time, you know, years ago, and this is where I delineated, maybe I'm a hypocrite, but I was uh, removed from an AMC movie theater because <laughs> I refused to get rid of the Starbucks mint tea that I had purchased downstairs in that very building, that complex, which they did not sell. Uh, they did not sell tea at that time, which they do now. This was, the, you know, the dark ages. So you have trauma kind of lingering. I mean, I remembered that when I was in the shower this morning, and I think that adds an interesting emotional mm-hmm. wrinkle to I the whole see. thing. But I refused, in principle... Because I was sitting, and then they saw me, and then blocked the door, and I oh kind of, God. and I was with a, a friend, and I was checking with her. She's like, "No, I wouldn't stay. Get out of here. Let's get out of here if they won't let you take in the tea." So I had a mint tea, and we didn't watch a movie. Did so, you get your money back? Yeah. Uh, yes, they had to give me my money back. But that was the whole thing. I was complaining the whole time that, I mean, don't you see how stupid this is? Like that's that's not a place designed for like the function of a movie theater is, is movies. Mm-hmm. The function of a place that sells food is food. Mm-hmm. So. I just thought, ask, and she refused to ask, and she drank it anyway, and I wasn't very happy about it. Wow. So I... So, so what do you think? Are do you, you if, a yeah. rule follower? I try to be... I, I just feel like if you were sitting there drinking a juice, I feel very self-conscious. Like, other people are going to be like, look at that that juice is clearly not from here. What if the staff... Like, if the staff sees it and goes like, what does she think she's doing? Like, this is the thing to me. Like, mm. But if you ask, if you, you know, it's part... I try to be uh, engaging with uh, people in restaurants, et cetera. Get names, you know what I mean. Make I eye contact, right. so that it feels like you're 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 welcome in their place. Is this, and drinking an to, outside juice feels like they're not welcome. Do you go to intelligentsia a lot? I haven't. I mean, that was a while ago, but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, at least to say hi, hello. But Were, I don't, I don't think they remember me. You okay. know what I mean? Were you sitting outside or inside? Yeah, this is part of it too. Is that we were sitting in the outside section because mm-hmm. there were no seats. And granted, there were people like you know feeding their dogs, and somebody had a kid and was feeding them food from outside. So there are, I, I get the slippery slope, but if you, and she went out to buy something and come back. I what do you think, think? I, I mean, I'm just going to lay it down. Yeah, go Let's for it. it. I feel like you, you, you knew it. the answer to this the second uh, I started. I think you sound like a psychopath. <laughs> 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 uh, is the star quality, is that gone? Is that completely gone? Well, it's a star, no, the star quality remains. Okay. It just makes you more dynamic. There's a wrinkle yes, that maybe I yes. could play like a serial killer at yeah. some point. Great. No, I, dare I say this is your blind spot. Oh, oh no. Amanda. Oh, go, go ahead. Are you want, if you want to say that, go ahead. I'll wait. Oh, she's going to love this when she calls in. Well, Ennis, I just had to say, there is some um, establishments have signs that say no outside food or beverages. I don't know if Intelligentsia has. But wait, restaurants that? have those signs? That's sometimes like, like they movie do. theaters have those signs and like sporting events. It's sometimes like, no, like, restaurants. Sometimes restaurants. I was at um, a cafe the other day that had a sign that said that mm-hmm. it said no outside food mm-hmm. see i think the social contract is that it's accepted that you wouldn't bring outside food because you're going there for food if here's where you would have a this is where you'd have a dog in this fight the pot the pot roast the pot no, yeah 
if if she if you had a car no if she wasn't having anything from intelligentsia Mm -hmm. or if neither of you were and she just wanted to like sit at intelligent intelligentsia okay that's what i mean right so you have to buy something Mm -hmm. absolutely But you feel like buying a coffee or something is admission to do exactly because she was enjoying her coffee and her croissant matcha green tea croissant and then Mm. she was also having a juice which isn't like look if she would have been eating like chinese food okay like then i would be like well it's a coffee shop let's not get crazy okay but it seems like it's all in the family of of kind of just drinkable things but if you were in a chinese restaurant and you just wanted like a steamed bun but also wanted a um a slice of pizza would you bring a slice of pizza in I there? I think a no, restaurant's a, different than a than a coffee. Okay, shop. so that's that is a distinction you're making, like a cafe yeah. where mm-hmm. they don't usually have full meals. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. if they're serving hot food, maybe you would say don't bring in other things. Uh, even hot food, if it was a cafe setting, I think it's okay to bring in. I also think you can kind of justify a juice as being like I'm taking my medication. You know, <laughs> I think like that's this even is like maybe my, what she said. My health like vitamins. She <laughs> yeah, these are like vitamins. my vitamins. Oh, yeah. So I, mean, I totally get that. Where I don't think, and I also think if she had gone and asked them, "Can I drink my juice in yeah. here?" They would have gone. Yeah, yeah. I think asking is 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 the craziest part of this story. You do, I do, because <laughs> but that's how you build community. Hey, you hey, haven't Lyle. been back since. Hey, what I I live in Toronto. I was living in New York. I was all over the place. Okay. I'll, I'll go back today. I just think you know mm, what you, you know exp- what. Do an experiment. I live by I live by the old adage of. Mm. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. I thought the old adage was the name of a coffee shop near where you live. (laughs) Well, that's and that. (laughs) I live by that. I live down by the old adage, and they allow you to bring in a pot roast. No, ask ask permission. So forgiveness. So, but you you want that scene? What if someone comes over and they go, "Excuse me, what are you doing?" Well, then I go get away from you, ass, and I'll never come here again. Yeah, that. Oh, you take it to that level. She would do that too. I say, don't talk to my girlfriend like that, and then I'd push them. Yeah. See, as you you were both born in North America. Yeah. Uh I I think as an immigrant to your continent, I find uh, you know a a lot more. You're from North America too. I was born in Turkey, actually. Oh. Yeah. So I think maybe that's part of it. Is like I don't want to overstep. And I'm always kind oh. of checking if I'm welcome. Do you know what I mean? You're afraid they're going to send you back. Well, I mean, I would never... If someone said to me, what are you doing? You can't drink outside juice in here. I would say, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll drink it wait later. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You what? just said you got kicked out of a movie theater because you didn't want That was it. a movie theater is different. <laughs> what does it matter? I bought the ticket to watch the movie. I, the food is irrelevant in a movie theater. But you bought the food at Intelligentsia. And, and movies make most of their money off of concessions. Uh oh, his eyes. You guys can't see his eyes, but they're twirling. I am open to being proven wrong about this, but I think in a movie theater, considering the prices, first of all, and of certain, you know, blind spots in what they serve on the menus, (laughs) and the fact that, like, I'm sitting in the dark, it's not like I'm in front of everybody being like, and and also everybody sneaks food into a movie. I think it's ridiculous that they told you to leave. Once you were, if they didn't catch it on the way in, yeah. Baby, you've made it. There's That's what no, I thought. They, I cut, think... they cut me off at the door. My biggest, Mm-mm. my biggest mistake was having to go to the bathroom. Horrible. My thing with bringing outside food into anywhere, whether it's an airplane or if it's airplanes, no problem. Airplanes are different. Well, as long as it isn't overtake. Look, let me just put it to you this way. When you go into a space, a communal space, mm-hmm. you have a little bubble around you, right? And that's your space in the communal space. Now, when you bring in a food that either s- 
the sound goes past your bubble or the smell goes past your bubble. Like you bring in like sizzling fajitas. Sizzling fajitas. <laughs> perfect. Tuna fish. Hard boiled egg. A hard boiled egg. McDonald's. Where then, yeah. where then your bubble then isn't your bubble anymore. Mm-hmm. Now it's going into other people's bubbles. Okay. Then I go, cut, that's a wrap. Let's right. go. Let's get out of here. Right. Because that's crazy. I like this take too. Okay, so yours is about intrusion into the into the environment. Yes. Where a juice does not not do that at a all. A juice does not. That's why like Chinese food might because all of a sudden people at a cafe who or are Thai. enjoying their exactly anything that has a smell of like it's a hot food smell. It's like people are going to a cafe to have the smell of coffee and pastries. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And also in LA, I think this might kind of be a cultural thing too. People have green it was it a green juice? It was a green juice. People have green juices everywhere. Like yeah. you could walk into like the I nicest- have one in my bag. Do, do you? you? Yeah. yeah, you could walk. It's like it's like I have my purse, my keys, my green juice, and it's right. just like tumbling around <laughs> in your bag all day. I think it was the fact that she went out to go get it and come back yeah. and drink it there. But I understand your sort of neuroses about this because I'm also a hyper aware of like authority. And, and like yeah. my worst fear is someone coming up to me and telling me not to do something. I avoid that at all costs. Yeah, that's, it's like the principal's office. I feel like I yes. put that paradigm into everywhere I am. But, Except for the movie theaters, because yeah, that's screw, the, <laughs> screw, screw them, that. Man. I mean, I have my principles too. <laughs> a line in the sand. Come on. But yeah, I mean, I'm with Amy on this one. The juice, the juice is no problem. Yeah, juices. It doesn't make any sound. It doesn't smell. And to be honest, it doesn't take up too much space either. Okay, so it's about space, scent. I and get sound. it. If it's a if it's a sensory intrusion into the establishment, plus if they don't sell it there, right? You wouldn't buy something elsewhere. Like you wouldn't bring a juice to a place that sells juice, right? Uh, I might. Ah. Well, why are you there? Well, to get coffee. But you've already got your juice next door. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't have coffee shops next to juice places for that very reason. <laughs> yeah. But I think that they do. A lot of the time they'll have that. That's not right. That's a bigger one. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. It would be like saying if I had like a granola bar in my bag and I started eating it, that you like that should at be a fine coffee too. Shop. At a coffee shop. Yeah. Okay. Do I they know. sell granola bars? No. But if they did sell granola bars, couldn't I still eat a granola yeah, bar? But see, in my that's bag? where I, I tweak on that idea too, because you're there to purchase their wares. But you already purchased a coffee. Yeah, a coffee shop to me is like a train station. <laughs> but see, again, we're talking about what it what, is it? Yeah, it's like everyone there is like we're, waiting we're for something. Wait. <laughs> right. Waiting, waiting for something. their screenplay to get written. Yeah. Or their date yeah. to show up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Okay. Well, I'm, this was refreshing and I appreciate the perspective. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for bringing, approaching a very difficult subject. We understand uh, your point of view. Yeah. I get it because I do get, I do get. In, intruding on other people's, um, you know, like, like I, I get it, but I also think you were wrong. I, <laughs> I just want to take the moral high ground, uh, high, high ground here and point out that I didn't call anybody else a psychopath. So I feel like that's a win for well, me. Well, no one else said anything psychopathic. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's ribs? What if it's just ribs in a Tupperware no, container? No, sm- it smells... What if it smells fantastic? It doesn't matter. It's what about- if it's waffles? And I will say this mm, about your mint okay. tea. Yeah. I will say this about your mint tea. That was going outside your bubble. A mint scent is going outside <gasps> no, your girl, bubble. No, not with a lid on. You know no. what? Was there a lid? Of course there was a lid. He's not crazy. He's a psychopath, but he's not crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is like when I was on a train in Peru and I had a lavender essential oil mm-hmm. that I was smelling and the people in the seats next to me were complaining about the smell. Yeah, because you went outside your bubble. Yeah, these people had also literally been talking nonstop at like an eight 
So you both had bubble problems. Well, I, don't, I think eucalyptus could have helped them calm down a little bit. I thought it was lavender. She got you. <laughs> did I say lavender? <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, well, yeah. My story's full of holes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just like your bubble. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Guys, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ennis. So should we do our ask? Yes. Oh, right. We need your help for do this. Do I do this year? Yeah. Do you know what to say? I'm supposed to say something about re- re- rating and reviewing. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Do Yeah. And then also join the Patreon. Right. Join the Patreon, tell your friends, go to, go to Apple Podcasts, re- give it a five-star, uh, email forward the link to the episodes to all your friends. Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll do it with more authority. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm TV's Ennis Esmer. Some have said I have a star quality. <laughs> Others have called me a psychopath. That's not really <laughs> relevant here. But... Uh, we're talking about the big ones today, and here's what you need to do. If you don't know about the big ones, which, how could you not, uh, go to the big ones, search the big ones on Apple Podcasts, rate the show, give it a five-star rating, you definitely want to do that right off the top, copy link, and then send it out to, let's say, all 3,000 of your friends, and then join the Patreon because you get bonus extra footage of episodes that we, the plebes, don't get to hear that aren't on Patreon. So if you want to feel like you're better than everybody else, go to... Uh, the big ones today, and also watch the final season of Blindspot right, on NBC. Right, this no, right. Cut them off. <laughs> I kind of I lost it, so I, I went overcompensated. <laughs> so we said in the Eugene Cordero episode uh, yeah. two weeks ago that if we didn't get to 750 ratings, then we were going to stop. Okay, what are we at? We're at 715. What do you mean stop? Period. We're going to stop. stop the period. Podcast. What's the deadline? Today. What? <laughs> Can this we at least is, wait till I'll send this out? I'll, I'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By next, look, this comes out not this week, but next week. Okay. Okay. If we don't have 750 reviews by February 21st. Yeah. The podcast stops. This is it. This is, is this like, is this a threat? Yeah. Is it's this a the threat. idea? Because you're threatening the people that already listen to the show. Yeah. There's, we know how many people listen to the these, these show, and okay. it's more than 715. Oh, so this is a call to everybody that listens to, to the arms. show. Guys, get on there, rate it, but also review it. You know Absolutely. what? Whatever you want to do, it's not that hard. I'm going to do it right now. We've had a few people chiming in with reviews being like, I can't believe it took me this long to rate and review. I'm so humiliated. Because people That's get, a good review. Yeah, That's a it good is. Review. It's a great review. Because people get complacent. Yeah, in life. And, and they think we're not talking to them. But, but we are, yeah. are and Tiffany. Then they, and then they think they can just bring a juice into anywhere to yeah. drink it. Hey, Jordan, mm. we're talking to you. Yeah, hey, Marie, we're talking to you. Hey, Claire. Kyle. Kyle and Claire, especially. <laughs> Ron. Here's one review. Uh, I'll, I'll read because we've been getting some really nice reviews. I heart the big ones. This is from Werewolf. This podcast is a triumph of the soul. I have been reduced to cackling like a maniac listening at, listening at work, in public, etc. Moments like Amanda kicking a horse to death, <laughs> Maria performing as Beyonce, the Godzilla episode, someone should write a think piece shutting down the haters of that one. Any episode with P.F. Tompkins or Johnny Mays, it's all pure psychotic joy. Thanks to them for brightening my day on many, many occasions. And now I have to say, in the time it took you to read that review, Ennis has been over here leaving a review. It's yeah. that simple. It's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. Oh, I also want to bring this up. Uh, two weeks ago, we on the Eugene Cordero episode, we answered a Dear Big Ones from a troll. 
<gasps> was this the guy? Si- the babies. The- How do you know that this was a troll? Because I'll tell you. A lot of people wrote in. Uh, they, they, they wrote in like they were in a panic. Okay, so this was the man who wrote in saying he's got a, gr- a he lives with a grumpy uncle. A vile aged man. And he was saying, sh- and then killer bees have moved into the house also. And he was like, should I get rid of the bees or should I, they're going to kill my uncle, but he wants to die. Would you oh, right. save a vile aged man to save your babies? Village babies. Do you see what he did? <laughs> oh, vil- so it was just he was just doing a pun. A vile-aged yes. man to save village babies. Your babies. Here's the thing: Would you kill a village man? And my, I, I got an email in a uh, from a woman who said she was walking her dog and she had to stop and type it immediately and warning us that we were trolled. And what now, I is this being trolled or is it someone playing a? practical joke it's both because but here's the thing when we read that we were all in the room laughing looking at each other going is this serious but we have to unless it is explicitly about muffins we have to take every dear big one seriously okay all right because what if it wasn't a troll what if that guy really was considering letting these bees sting his uncle (laughs) oh you think the whole thing was a troll oh realizing now but you took it seriously at the time yeah. yeah, I mean, it was scary. Yeah, it's, it sounds like an upsetting it thing. It sounded like a, a man who was at his wit's end. So uh, bees could kill this man's he, grandparents? He little? said Uncle. he moved Uncle. to Chesapeake Bay, yeah. and the babies were going... It was either basically his vile uncle yeah. living or not killing the bees oh the bees okay. the babies so you're saying babies because oh, he was saying babies. babies the chesapeake babies so the whole thing is just puns it's like a secret it was yeah. all it was well done yeah that's not bad they got us well hey i gotta say you got us <laughs> you got us girl <laughs> all right we're gonna take a break okay okay I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And now we're back. Now, we're always scouring the internet for moral dilemmas. Mm-hmm. And I've never tried Google image searching moral dilemmas before. But this um, I did today. And uh, something came up. It's, it's a sheet with, I think it's for some sort of class project. But there are seven moral dilemmas on here. And there's one that I, I'm really excited about. So are we all ready? I'm so I'm ready. Really, I'm nervous, but yeah. I'm excited. Okay, good. A bird flies into and makes a hole in a hot air balloon carrying three people. A man, a woman, and a child. Two of the persons can be saved if one person jumps overboard. The woman knows how to pilot the balloon. The man knows the cure for cancer. And the young, wo- and the young person is totally innocent. Who should jump and then I talk first. <laughs> Is that what you've done done here? I talk first. You, you can, can talk first. I mean, I guess it's an indication of of 
of where I stand if I ask what totally innocent means. It means there's a child. Let's say this is like a... But they've accomplished nothing. They can't fly a blimp. They, they don't have a cure for cancer. Not yet. They're, not just, yet. they're children, right? It's yeah. a child. Let's it's say, should child. we pick an age? Maybe what's the most innocent age? Uh, zero? <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. But I'd say like 10. Maybe like a 10-year-old. Oh, when I was 10, I was a real Naughty. little stinker. Yeah, for sure. 10's a full life. and <laughs> <laughs> Full life. Let's... Yeah, it's, it was a big... It's, you've reached that first milestone, at least. Yeah. When you're 10, you're like, I'm, a, I'm an adult. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe six or seven. Okay, let's say let's seven. Say seven. seven. Okay. Not much happens by okay, the time you're Okay, so you can seven. speak, you can read, you've done a grade of school. And you show, you're showing... Pro, pro, uh, pro, what is Progress? it called? Uh, no, uh, promise. You're showing promise. <laughs> potential. 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 Right, right. You can add... You're doing some multiplication, but also you just you're not one of those like 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 kids that are like yeah. You're like a kid that's like hey, you know. You're you're quiet. You, you no, you're a good you're kid. Told. You're yeah. a good kid. You're Anyways, not a you're not a psycho. But you're not a, a tattletale either. Right? Not no. A, no, not a tattletale. They'd be off the balloon in mm-hmm. a heartbeat. Okay, so let's just think about this for a minute. You have someone who knows how to drive the balloon. Someone who knows the cure for cancer mm-hmm. and a little child. You got to keep the person who knows how to drive the balloon, no, right? I don't think that's a definite. I mean, the balloon's going to go down if they all stay on, right? So the balloon expert doesn't know how to land the balloon. There's a hole in it because the bird. Yeah. And the bird's just bouncing around inside. It's a hot air balloon, not a blimp. Sorry. <laughs> Let me see where I got it. It's not this that hard to figure out how to uh, pilot a hot air balloon. Yeah, I also think there might be the potential. Listen, is it dangerous to be on a balloon without... And this comes in from ISL Collective, okay? okay. It's a UK website. And this is for teachers. Um, it's not a foregone conclusion that the balloon will crash if you right. kick off the person. Is it more likely? Yes. But there's still the potential you could, you know, be rescued. But it's it's not looking good if you don't have anyone who knows how to land that balloon. But but I mean the person does know the the, the woman does know how to fly it and land it. Mm-hmm. She could potentially have taken some training to land the thing. If that's a loophole and I'm getting around it, we just ditch the kid. No, I think that's I think that's what it has to be. Is that she knows how to? Should we go into a quick improv um, on the balloon? Should oh, we? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, so who wants honor. to be who? Well, I think Ennis should be the the man with the cure for cancer. We did it say a man. The man has a cure for cancer. The okay. woman can fly the and, and land the balloon, and okay, the child is a a dear a innocent. The, is this kid just like? Are they related in any way? Or no, the just... kid the kid won a, won the trip. Right, you know, it's like, it's like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Um, what you won a you... trip with two strangers in a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> who are right. this kid's parents? Yeah. None. Uh, okay, uh. I can be the woman who knows how to fly the balloon. If you want to be the, <clears throat> I'll child. be the child. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. Um, okay so the birds just hit. <gasps> oh. Oh no, what was that? I think a bird just hit the balloon. Oh my gosh. Let me look. It cl- it went straight through the balloon. Oh, this isn't good. We're losing we're losing air and fast. What does what this do mean? Do? You're the balloon expert. Let me run the numbers real quick. All right. Tell me each how much you weigh. I weigh 72 pounds. I'm uh you know what it's been a while but I've been I've been I've been keto for a month and a half or so so I want to say 205 mm. i'm um i'm around 130 give or take a oh few. denise please <laughs> sheila do you do you guys know each other from before this <laughs> we just met yeah how did you get on this balloon kid i was told i could come wow i'm the i'm the first uh, i have the best grade point average in my school 
That's terrific. That's right. And okay. what do you do, sir? Oh, I'm a, a research physician. I, uh, I've, I've made some recent discoveries. I won the um, the Nobel Prize. And for... you're here to celebrate? Well, uh, yeah, I just I've always wanted to be on a hot air balloon, and um, I'm a recent widower, so I thought that uh, this would be this was her dream. She always wanted to do this, so that's nice. I'm doing this in her honor. And Denise? Oh, well, I'm a balloon. You're... I'm a balloon driver. Right. You were here when I got here. Yeah, I work here. This is my balloon. Okay, well, you know, I don't mean to stop. It's lovely talking with you uh, and you, you little kid here, but uh, uh, the balloon seems to be losing air. What okay. do we do here? I've run the numbers. Okay. It looks like our the balloon doesn't have enough air left to hold us all. <gasps> so unfortunately, we're all going to die unless one person jumps out of the balloon. Oh, no. Jumps and- out? Do you have a parachute? No. There's you no should. parachute. This has never happened before. It's not protocol to have a parachute. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you land this thing normally? Well, wait a minute. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> Only I know. It's very complicated. It's a sneaky question, Sheila. Speaking of complicated, I happen to know the cure for cancer. Okay, John. Yeah. Was that your name? Yeah, I, I'm, do- I'm Dr. John. Dr. John. Uh, Dr. Dr. John, John. Uh, uh, Haver- Haversham. Now, listen... Dr. John weighs the most. Okay. That, it's, you know, okay, it, that's it's an fair. emotional eating thing. <laughs> I don't think that's relevant here. It's not relevant. Why does one person have to jump? It just is what it is. Okay. Here's what I think. Okay. Do you work with anyone, John? You mean in my research field? Yeah. I'm saying, does well, anyone yeah. else? So if someone else knows the cure for cancer. I mean, there are records. Yes, there are documents. I happen to have this file folder on me. So if oh. I were to die today, it could still go on. Well, wait a minute. Why... Why is it handcuffed to your arm? Well, because I'm proud of it, and I don't want anyone to have it that doesn't that, that would you know, if it gets into the wrong hands, you could reverse it and give more people cancer. Well, where's the key? The key is in my ear. Give me that key. No, stop! Stop it! Stop it! Get out! Out of the big, Oh, you! Oh, it's deep in there. I yeah, can't get it out. Need, there's a special key that gets that key out. So you work with people who know that you have Listen, kid, cancer. you're angling to find out. Where I work, so you can find the cure for cancer from them. They're going to push me off this hot air balloon. I'm just saying it doesn't die with you, does it? Where do you get this kind of cynicism? It's not cynicism. It's pragmatism. What is your GPA? 930. Is that possible? (laughs) Yes, it is. And how old are you? I'm seven. The most innocent age. Mm. Oh, truly. You're seven. And you have two parents who love you? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Wait a minute. She seems like a bad seed. Yeah, I'm getting a real sort of uh, the kid from the omen kind of a thing going yeah. here. And what about you, Denise? Well, I'm 42 years old. I'm married to a man named Chuck, and I love balloons. I fly them, fl- flown them all my life. Love being up in the open air. Wait a second. I think I remember a guy named Chuck uh, sabotaging a bunch of hot air balloons recently to puncture them so someone would have to jump as some sort of weird, sick adventure game. If you think my Chuck had anything to do with this... You'd be sorely mistaken, sir. All right, look. Let's just settle this with a fist fight. Let's see. <laughs> All right. I don't know how much we learned, but I, I think... I had a ball. I was just a thrill to, to do that with you guys. <laughs> uh, here's what I think. I think that the cure for cancer thing, if it is that he works with people that unless this is... And Amanda, you're the one who read it. So, like, you should tell us, does the secret die with him? Yes. It does. Well, but that seems... Well, I think okay, for, okay, I those think are the rules. Okay. for this dilemma to work, yeah. we're in hypothetical land here. He hasn't told anyone yet, or the briefcases, as we said, he's got it strapped on. I'm, I think if... I love that you added, like, the, the bond element. <laughs> for, yeah. Of, yeah, right. I, I 
have to say that if it's to land, you need the pilot because you can't land it any mm-hmm. other way. And the kid's got to go. <gasps> no, see, that's that's wild because I think that what you do is the only way to spin this as a positive is if the uh, inventor of cancer gives it inventor to the other two. Of sorry, sorry, sorry. The inventor, the discoverer of the cure for cancer yeah. gives the cure to the other two and sacrifices his life. And why? Okay. And then just gets I a, didn't even like, think of that. Think of the hero standard of that. Like if you solve the cure for cancer and then in a moment of. You couldn't give them the cure for cancer. And it's all these. It's all but these. He could, is it encrypted? Yeah. He it's could like, let us get the key out of his ear, I guess. I, yeah, but this, this is. I don't think he can give it to them, though. I think that makes it too yeah. easy. Now, okay. are there anything with gender at play here? Because is, is anyone leaning toward the guy jumping off the, the airport? The airport. I mean, I think it's loaded like that, and that's why you have this unequivocal uh, thing in their favor that makes it impossible to kill them. Well, because he, it's a man, woman, and child kind of a yeah. Paradigm, and right? the, but the man has something that <laughs> the man has something that is like helpful to humanity. Yeah, which is the cure for cancer. Also, who's going to open jars on the hot air balloon? Exactly. Yeah. Gone, right? Exactly. There's a, bu- there's a bunch there's of compost jars. jars. <laughs> well, they have lunch planned. Yeah. Yeah. We made those little stack salads in yeah. the mason right, jars. Right. Exactly. Yeah, on Pinterest. Yeah. Now this is they t- have those at Intelligentsia. Sorry. Go ahead. Because <laughs> the woman, my character um, Denise, mm-hmm. is a, a pilot. It does hearken to me back to the Titanic, where it's kind of your responsibility that you should kind of well go down with the ship. Meaning, I think Denise kind of has some sort of obligation to protect her passengers. So you have to tell the man how to land the plane. Or the kid. The, Sheila seems real smart, this she kid. Is, yeah. She has a 930 GPA. Yeah, well, she does. Yeah. But, but is saying that the woman jumping off of the... I, I think we can't... She can't really teach anyone else to do it because that's the same as the guy telling people how to cure cancer. Okay, so they're, they're attributes that belong just to them. It's a little easier to say, hey, here's how you land a balloon than, you know, giving someone the... the. Mm. Well, it seems like it's automatically... Well, no, I guess it's not automatic that you can land it if she jumps. Let's do two, let's do two things here. The first one is none of those are applicable. You can't tell each other what each secret is or whatever. Okay. And then we'll do it where you can tell each other the secret and then okay. who should die. I it's really hard for me to say that the little girl should jump off the pl- jump off the balloon. Okay, so me as Denise, <laughs> I have to be there cuz I have to land this balloon. Right. I'm sorry, but the guy with the cure for cancer's got to go. I mean, are you out of your mind? Because someone else if he's he's no like Einstein, someone else will come up with the cure no. for cancer. That's so that's your logic? I can't throw a child off a balloon. But well, you can go yourself. No, because no one can land the balloon then. No, I think you're a research, saving... A I research think, physicist can't... Uh, a scientist can't figure it's it out. It's hard. You don't know the you levers. Were, you were putting all those numbers into your system <laughs> you on the balloon. You the levers. You figured out how much weight we had to drop. It takes a lot of technique. I had to train for years and years <laughs> for really? this. Really? Because I yes. think if I just... As the doctor, I'm Googling and you it says... You don't have your cell. There's no service. Oh, there's no service. Also, yeah. this is 1995. If we can't give each other any information... The kid has to be thrown off. I'm sorry, but what is the other alternative? Rock, paper, scissors. Or uh, uh, you shoot for it with the yeah. throw numbers. Otherwise... It's got to be random. There's no way the guy should be kicked off if he can't share the information. So you're putting... Uh, okay, it's just so hard for me because the cure for cancer, obviously that's important, but it's like it we're talking about... It would save millions of lives now and forever. Yeah, it's just really hard when there's someone millions. in front of you. I don't... You know, One like a, kid? a little kid... 
well, this would be the greatest hero kid of all time. Yeah. But then I didn't... The kid that saved millions. Yeah, Denise should be the one to jump off. But Denise... Has uh, to fly the plane. It's not a plane, Denise. It's a hot air balloon. <laughs> How hard could it be to land a hot air balloon? Yeah, you just... I don't know. You pull strings. Yeah, we could figure our way through that. We might get hurt, but I bet we make That's it. That's the thing. I, I have hope... I, I do believe that that it would be... It's not like landing a plane. Yeah, I think it's easier than a plane. It's kind There's of... There's a hole in it, though, guys. That's an extra complication. Right. So it's going to drop pretty fast, right? We also don't have that much Can time Can I also decide. say this, and it's going to be controversial, but there's going to be a lot of pulling strings and everything like that. The man, the doctor, is going to be able to navigate that uh, with his upper body strength. No, the doctor has uh, um, uh, osteoporosis. Okay, so yeah, that's So out. he can't do any of that stuff. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, the doctor's uh, 60. I know I sound tough, but uh, I had some de-aging done on my face, but not my body. <laughs> like It's called Irishmaning. So what do you so in that case this is the first scenario where no information can be shared. Yeah. Let's just go around who's leaving the balloon. Okay. Amanda. Oh, you guys Amanda's face is freaking me out. I know. It's like she's stuck in a hot air balloon. Yeah, my as D- Denise, yeah. my maternal instincts will n- I have 3 kids, okay? Mm-hmm. My... Why are you answering as Denise? <laughs> I can't not. I got so deep into that character. My maternal instincts will not let me throw the child off the plane. It's not a plane, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, for a hot air balloon expert, you really don't know what you call. Do you have some latent thing where you wish you could be a pilot? Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. This yeah. is like the nursing of pilots. You get to fly a hot yeah, air balloon. I could yes. never make it as a doctor. Yes. The hours are better. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can have a life with your kids. In in me sitting here at the Erios headquarters, I'm throwing the child off the plane. Oh, okay? my God. Me in the balloon looking this little girl in her eyes. Yeah. I, I don't think I could do it. I But this is the same, same as our very first episode of The Big Ones where I said, if you needed to kill my baby to save the village, I'd kind of just like close my eyes for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'd turn a blind eye and let Dr. John... Yeah, I could elbow the kid off the plane. And go, oops. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so you... Oh, without even telling the kid, maybe? Yeah, we wouldn't... Like, we would, you, hey. It's like we would kind of look at each other and go, we know it needs to be done. But we don't even have to, like... It's not, like, the, the, the scenario doesn't even call for, like, having to, like, look that child in the eyes. It's just which, which of these characters should be thrown off. Or jump off. Or right? jump, jump off. off yeah. if, in the scheme of who's, like, w- what value do these people bring? We don't know what the child's going to accomplish, though. She could solve global warming. So yeah. your answer is the. So you'd rather take a global war. Uh, you wouldn't. You'd rather take what is it? A a, a global warming in the bush versus a, a cure for cancer mm, in the hand. In the hand, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Okay. That, I mean, it is. It's it, a, a, a bird. It's relevant to birds. Oh, that's so true. Right? Yeah. The can the cancer cure bird in the hand versus the global warming cure in the uh, bush. bushes in the, bush. in the bush. Yeah. Okay, I I'm leaning toward the little kid. If we can't share any of this information, but can I hear what you guys say and come back to me? I think that gender does complicate it, and also so does obviously the, the the fact that there's a child and none of us wants to do anything to hurt a child, which makes perfect sense. But I think that in terms of what you signed up for, the pilot of the hot air balloon knows this is a risk. Like th- this is not the first time a bird has flown through a balloon, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. or some other thing has happened where there's been an accident. And I would think that the the protocol would dictate. While it is terribly unfortunate, um, 
that they, they steer safely as much as possible and then do whatever they can to land the passengers as safely as possible. So they would remove themselves, like, you know, navigate over uh, a really nice infinity pool somewhere and then Okay, and, and is, this jump. is the biggest loophole I've ever heard in my life. You're saying no one should jump no, off? No, 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 no. She jumps off once she's, ma- ma- like, because you said nobody else can steer oh, the plane, right? Oh, I oh. Steer, the, steer the balloon. So you steer it to where it can land safely, knowing that no, it's plummeting. No, you got to do it right. You got to do it right when... It, you're up there. I wasn't looking for loopholes. I, I, I'm. So I know you weren't looking you for them, but you found them. The pilot's got to go. Really? Wow. But then, how are they going to? Let's say if the pilot goes, the balloon crashes. Well, how, okay. Well, I guess I don't know how many people get injured and killed in hot air balloon crashes. Well, in this case, three. What are the odds? Well, so th- I, that's the idea is that we're going to totally, you got to take, the, you got to get the kid off. The yeah, plane. that's the thing. It's if the there's kid. no, if there's no loophole, if there's no sharing of information, then the only way that two people are going to survive this is if the little kid ha- has to go. But okay, so say we're now can share information. I think the pilot would be the one. The pilot could tell the physicist or whatever to how to do the plane and then the pilot would have to. You'd have to you'd have to push me over the edge, kicking and screaming. Well, I know that. But you are a, a, a qualified, you know, professional air balloon pilot, and I'm sure that's part of it. In training, you get there is a chance you might die. That's true. That is true. And it, like you're saying that you could fly me over an infinity pool, and I could hedge my. <laughs> no, you'd be doing that to land us safely, and then you got to abandon ship. That's how it goes. Ah, uh... because isn't that the creed? It's like. Uh, the, save the passengers at all costs. That's the hot air balloonsman's creed. I mean, that's like a doctor's creed. <laughs> right. Do no harm. That's what Do no it, harm. Hot air balloon. Yeah. I mean, I agree that I have to go. If we can share, if I can teach the kid how to land the plane. Not the kid. Teach the oh. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you wouldn't change He the... has osteoporosis. Oh, I, can, okay. I, can, I can manipulate dials. Can you open one of those salads there, for me? There's strings. As we've said, okay, then we I don't can really strings. know how you land a hot air balloon. And Ennis, you think the same thing of? I think if we can share information, the pilot would, because they're the professional that is unfortunately charged in this situation yeah. with some responsibility. That yeah, they would go. Oof, that's tough. That was a hard one. It was hard. It was, and it's not. You know, it's it's. Uh, let's all you know. That's why we all have to have value mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah. By oh, what? Something by something offer. we offer the world. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be on the chopping block. Random would have been a, a loophole, right? That is a loophole. We can't just do. You could. You I can't mean, that just, would like, be a hold up a one or two fingers. And then Should we all just real quick play rock paper scissors? And just what do we see? do all together? Well, what you do is you go. You, go. Uh, you hold up either a two or a one, and whoever's uh-huh. on their own has to die. Okay. Oh my god! Ready on? So what? Just hold up it, a, num- a one finger or two fingers one, on three. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. One, One two, two, three, shoot. shoot. We okay. all did two. Okay, oh, now we, we have again. to do it until someone okay. doesn't. Okay. okay. One, One, two, three, shoot. <gasps> and it's oh my God. Take the key out of my ear. <laughs> cut my hand off. Take the briefcase. Do the right thing. I've always wanted to do a cannonball. <gasps> oh, a true hero. I got blood in my mouth. <laughs> See, I think the doctor would jump. And I know said, what the cure for. If he. Uh, Anyway, I'm, my brain is reeling. Yeah, mm. this is this is gonna. My whole week's gonna be affected by this. Okay, so now we're gonna get to our dear big ones. Ah. But first, we gotta get Amy on. The yeah, horn. let me. I'm gonna pause this. The big ones. You can hear all of us, Amy. I can hear you. Hello, Amy. How's it going? Great. How are you guys? 
<sighs> well, we're still reeling from Ennis's little big one that he brought in Whoa, today. Whoa, really, there was a okay, fine. Okay, well, I, I don't know what he told you, but oh, uh, I uh, hope I can set the record. Well, well, he told us you were a criminal for bringing in a green juice to intelligentsia. <laughs> I said a bandit. I didn't say criminal. Criminals get caught. He made me feel like a criminal. Uh, Amy, day. let me just tell you this. I immediately looked him in the eyes and called him a psychopath. Yeah. That was before I said the pot roast thing, by the way. Surprise. They, they, they both agreed with you by a lot. Well, that's really not a surprise. <sighs> Listen, as we well, what we discussed was, or my big thing was, if it's not intruding other people's space by smell or sound or size or size, like a rack of ribs, then it shouldn't. Then it's not a problem. Absolutely, I agree. Did he use the example of a pot roast? Yes, he yeah, did. <laughs> he tried that one on us, but yeah. we rejected it. He slid that one in, Completely and we, we batted it away. Yeah. We, were, we were discussing yeah. China, uh, Maria introduced Chinese food as the unacceptable paradigm. Sure, right. I wouldn't bring anything like that. But as I, maybe he told you, or maybe he did not, I had already patronized their business exactly, and yes. purchased a croissant and a coffee. They didn't have any juices, and mm-hmm. I. Yeah, and as we said in Los Angeles, green juice is considered medication. So no, no one <laughs> yes, would tell you that you absolutely. can't, you know, take your whatever blood pressure medicine. I think that's actually how you tried to justify it to me. Does that sound right, Amy? <laughs> I don't know if I used that, uh, but I I did say that I needed it. Anyways, I agree. I agree with the take that as long as it's not intruding. So congratulations. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And we wish you guys many years of happiness yes. together now that we've cleared this up. I, this has been going on. This this was at least two years ago. Yeah. So oh, I, my God. You guys God. have really done yeah. something amazing. What a weight I, to have I, lifted. I wrote it into Judge John <laughs> yeah. Hodgman, but I never got a reply. Really? That yeah. would have been such a good one. Yeah, I thought so, too. All right. Are you guys ready to answer a listener big one? Absolutely. All yeah. right. This is, this is um, from one of our listeners. Amanda's going to read it. Get okay. your ears ready. Dear Big Ones, I love to shop and sell items secondhand. I have found that I have had the most success selling used items directly on social media like Facebook Marketplace. However, I often end up struggling with charging people the price I have asked. For instance, when casual friends or coworkers respond that they are interested in my items, is it wrong to still charge them? Other times, strangers will express interest, but either they will let on to their difficult situations or I will stumble across the information in their profile. For example, a person buying clothes for foster children, a recently widowed military spouse, someone looking to buy baby supplies to support young underprivileged mothers. Each time the situation comes up, I feel awful that I would even consider charging them. On the other hand, they're receiving good quality items at a fraction for what they would pay new or in a store. I try to only resell items that were high quality or more expensive to begin with, and I donate everything else. Often I make these more expensive purchases with the understanding that I will resell the items later. So am I greedy or wrong to expect someone to pay if they are a friend, acquaintance, or if I know they are going through a hard time? Thanks for your help. Love the podcast. And that comes in from Struggling Secondhand Seller. Have we not done this one? No. I mean, this is incredibly serendipitous yeah. because Why? this is this is Amy's business. That's crazy. It is. Amy, so what, well, do, you, what yes. do you do? I, I do I because of the fact that I'm constantly shopping, 
<laughs> for my job. I'm a stylist and costume designer. Mm. Uh, I also have accumulated a large amount of secondhand clothing. I'm addicted to secondhand shopping. So I started to sell it. So I, uh, I understand this person's quandary, although I haven't had anyone who was buying for foster children or what were the other examples? It seemed very, man or like a military vet. Yeah. I haven't encountered that. That seems like a different sort of situation. What about friends and family? Have you dealt with them trying to buy from you and wanting a discount? Well, generally, if it's somebody that I know very well, I'll definitely give them a discount. But if like, it was a coworker or something, I, I mean, you, it, this person's, I'm assuming, doing this as a business, and it's business. You are allowed to charge for your time, the time that you spent yeah. sourcing these items. And you, and you is right, you are selling it at a discount, right, compared to what it was, of where it would be if you were even yes, getting absolutely. it at a, at a secondhand store or something like that, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I think you have to be, it's also hard because you you can't trust people, right? Like, if someone's mm. like, oh, can I, you know, this, 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 and it's like, well, are they really foster kids? Or, you know, are they pulling up to Amanda's front door in a Lexus? If oh, you guys remember she's talking about the time I did an adopt a family and the woman picked up her gifts in a Lexus. What? <laughs> oh it was God. no, I think it was like like it was like a Lexus SUV. But you yeah. know what? I don't judge who knows what you know, we don't yeah. know yeah, the it situation. Could have been from 2014. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible year for Lexus. Yeah, no, the resale value on that. But who am I to say how people should spend their money? Exactly. Well, you were getting k- gifts for the family yeah. of, a, of a, a parent that was, dri- was, driving was in a this Lexus. program, but then picked them up in a Lexus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's an optic, Maybe they optics lived wise. in the Lexus. Maybe. And what a nice home. Nice call, sweetheart. <laughs> Very nice call. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you put all your money yeah. in a Lexus, yeah. you know. It's an, yeah, and that resale value. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, this is interesting because there was, you know, I love to read the Ask Amy column in the LA Times, and there was a someone who wrote in, this is maybe a couple of days ago, saying that they sell their paintings, um, you know, for money. That's sort of a side hustle of theirs. And they have a lot of commissions that they're working on, but their family members keep asking them that for paintings and they're not offering to buy them at full price. They're just saying, do me one, do one of your paintings for me. And this, Ask Amy's response was, um, unless you want to, you do not owe anyone a free painting, even a family member. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing kind of goes for this. Like if you, you have to draw a line somewhere. You, if you're, if you're starting a business, you need to make a profit. Otherwise you can't keep doing it. I think the thing to do, and Amy, tell me if you agree with this because you do this, but before what you need to do is like make yourself a set of rules for your selling business and then and go like, I will give this much like each like month, like I'll give these many friends a little discount or I'll save like like one person that comes to me asking for a favor. I'll be able to do this. But then so if someone goes like, oh, can I have this? And then you can go like, I can't do that. Like I can't this month. I can't do that or something like that where you have actual things in place that you can fall back on do you know what I mean sure yes I absolutely agree I don't know how much of a business this is for this person but um I I would say they should have a budget written up yeah if and then they can just balance everything out but 
the fact that this person it's weighing so heavily on their mind, it seems like they're a very moral person. That is true. They sound really nice. So Amy, if someone came to you and they were like, I need to buy, I don't know exactly what you sell, but like 12 fringed jackets, 12 fringed leather jackets. (laughs) And she's asking for a friend, Um, not for... And and she said for my, all these foster kids. Well, no, Amanda, they're starting a foster kid band. Yeah, yeah this is for a, a musical. <laughs> okay, and it's you be inside the Lexus. <laughs> and you have these jackets, and you know they normally go for a lot of money. Would you feel obligated to give them a discount? If I happen to have, did you say t- 12, twelve fringe jackets? Fringe jackets? Then I would find it. I, I would think it was a sign that what? I had to okay. donate them to these, these people. I see. Okay. But, but let's say you um, had 20, 20 fringe that jackets. That seems like a weirdly <laughs> ornate thing. Why have that? Why does it matter that they're... Why do they need fringe jackets for if they're... Because they're doing like a Partridge family review. Right. Right. Well, they're going to need boots to go with them. Do you have well, the boots? But that's the thing. <laughs> Amy, do you also sell uh, boots, like a sort of a tasseled boot? Uh, I, I don't have any at the moment. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, then. Asking for yourself? <laughs> no, for this for production, friend. this production of uh, Annie Get Your Gun that we're working on, apparently. So, but, okay, but say you have, okay, let me ask you this. Say you have, like, some really nice, you got super lucky and you found, like, the, these, this, the, these pair of Calvin Klein jeans <laughs> that go for maybe, like, $500. So you lucky. found them in a, you know, the bin, the discount bin, and you got them for, like, $15. And then someone came along and went, my, my, they emailed you and they said, hey, my late husband had these jeans and I lost them and they mean everything to me. Would I be able to get those for $150? What would you do? Well, yeah, I think if somebody directly messaged me with a, a sad story like that, I, I don't think I'd <laughs> well, it's not that sad, but <laughs> dead husband's jeans. <laughs> are they, are they yeah. to bury the husband? Like, are you, is, it, is he going to wear in the casket? No, it's just she misses them. She wants to smell them and yeah. sleep, sleep, sleep with them. But they're not his specific jeans, <laughs> Doesn't right? Doesn't matter. They're Calvin. Like, they're not saying, hi, I, these are actually my dead husband's jeans. No, no, no. She's just... This is, this, <laughs> like, my dad loves... my dad, Or it's like, my dead husband loves Buttonfly That's, no, 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 no. That's these... such a scam. Like, if I went on Amy's store and I was like, oh, my God, that was my grandma's dress, I'm almost positive. I think when people really want something, it's very clear that like it's important to them and maybe you might be able to suss that out in your selling and and yeah you can tell i think you just kind of like take i think it's about setting boundaries for yourself and setting like i can't give things away for free just because you're my friends but i can do certain a certain amount i can give a certain kind of discount that's what i think and you've got such a good heart, Amy. I know you'll take it on a case by case basis. <laughs> and you're and you're good at detecting scams, aren't you? Pardon me. You're good at detecting. You're good at detecting scams. <laughs> you're good at detecting scams, right? I I think I I think yeah. I'm pretty good at detecting scams. So we should get you an address to send those jackets. <laughs> and we agreed on what we said thirty each. Thirty I'll bucks just each send for those jackets. Studio. Yeah, just send them to the studio. Amanda's got a whole bunch of foster kids that need those fringe jackets. Yeah. It's just a little private project I'm putting on. <laughs> 
Well, Amy, thank you so much. This was so. This was the perfect. You should have seen how excited Ennis got when we started reading this because you you have a direct correlation to this. Yeah, I wrote on my phone because Maria looked at me like I was a a nuts again, and I wrote, (laughs) "This is what Amy does" on a note. (laughs) <laughs> Which then made Amanda look over, yeah, it, confused at me because I wasn't it, showing. her. I was her. like, "They're shit talking me." Yeah, and this wrote on his phone. Ew, she's reading it so weird. <laughs> I just didn't want to. I didn't want to hold it up to your face because while you're reading something, you got to read something else. Um, Amy, do you have like where do you sell your your vintage goods? Um, I, I have a, a rack at a friend's store, oh. but I also sell online sometimes on Instagram. <gasps> oh, What's your Instagram? Yes, handle? it's called the Window. The underscore underscore window. If anyone wants to check it out, I have very few followers. I'm not very good at Instagram. Well, maybe you'll get a few more. And as you all heard here, you get a sad story discount. <laughs> if you, yeah, tell, if you tell Amy a sad, sad enough story. story yeah. Tell if someone comes up and says, hey, I got, I got kicked out of a coffee shop for bringing in a pot roast. Yeah. Can I have um, that hat for half price? No. No? And I'd also like to hear, put it out to our listeners, if anyone agrees with Ennis about this juice dilemma. I'm just curious if there's one other person who agrees with you out there. Yeah. All I'm saying is ask ahead of time, regardless of the food item, and abide by what they say. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest part to me, actually. Yeah. Let's not get back into it. <laughs> oh, you're going to enjoy hearing this when it comes out, Amy. I'll expect the text. All right, Amy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. All I right. love the show. Oh, thank you. thank you. And thank you for show, uh, spreading the good word. Anna said he heard about it from you. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> All right. Bye, Amy. <laughs> bye, sweetheart. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, Amy. She's lovely. That was, that was fun. Speaking of star quality. No, that was really serendipitous. It really was. Yeah. How great. That worked out perfect. Thanks for letting her call in. I know she of was course. delighted to do that. Oh, that was so fun. No, I love having yeah. a, a call in like that. It's actually kind of exciting. So, and it's where can people find you? What's co- When does Blindspot come back? Uh, we haven't settled the date yet, but the final season of Blindspot will be on, I think, sometime this summer on NBC and CTV in Canada. And uh, that's about it for now. Okay, and yeah. Red Oaks, or is that still filming? Red Oaks is finished. We finished. A, 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 we did three seasons, and it was. Uh, they're all on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch it, great. it's fantastic, especially in these winter months. If you're not in La- California, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but a great you... summer show. It'll whisk you away. You can feel the warmth grazing against your eye- mm. eyelids in oh, the yeah. summer heat. Mm. Crack, crack a beer, grab a golf club, and um, <laughs> and take take it in. Take watch the TV show. <laughs> Wow. I didn't do a lot of the copy. They wouldn't let me do a lot of the promotion <laughs> for the show. Yeah. And how about online? Can people follow you places? Yes, if you'd like to follow me places, it's just uh, at Ennis Esmer on... Uh, I stopped tweeting because it, it gives me a panic attack every time I'm in mm. there. But on Instagram, sure, if you want to see photos of my father uh, while we're eating lunch or old headshots I found from a scam agency. And a lot of Toronto Raptors stuff because we won the championship. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, what is the handle? Oh, right. It's at, <laughs> at Ennis Esmer. That's it. E-double-N-I-S-E-S-M-E-R. Great. Thank there you. you go. There you have it. And really, go to the window. You'll love it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to go to that right now. Go to the window yeah. right now and jump out, Amanda. <laughs> you tried to get me out of the balloon. Now I got to go out the window. <laughs> This is not right. Oh. And you guys can follow us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us your dear big ones, your big big ones. Also, uh, we have a we have a number. Amanda, we have some voicemails, but we'll oh play that. I think okay. we'll do it next time. We're gonna do maybe another mailbag episode where we can play some of those. You know. I'm so happy people are using the Erios hotline. Did you say the number? 
Uh, no, I, I, oh. what is it? Here, I'm going to say the number to our Erios hotline. And also, you can't, well, while you get that, I'm just, okay. S- s- what, you got it right, I got already? It right here. Oh, go, oh, go. Call go, go, us go. toll free at 844-370-8643. That's 844-370-VOID. V-O-I-D. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the best that there is? No, because I originally bought it for a podcast called Filling the Void, Mm -hmm. but then I realized I'm paying for this toll-free number that like people aren't really calling. No shade. It's just like we have we haven't been doing the podcast as much. Um and so I thought let's make it the Erios hotline. So now it's 844-370-Void. That's Um, you'll never forget it. And you can email us, like I said, at thebigonespodcast at gmail.com. Ennis, thank you so much for being here. It was an absolute treat and an honor, and I can't wait to hear it. And Okay, I found the window here. The underscore window. Oh, really pretty stuff. Two Very, underscores. Two, two underscores. underscores? Yeah. Oh, I see. They're together. They yeah. just make one big, long underscore. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening to The Bit. Ennis, uh, you got to say it with us. Oh, okay. Sorry. I actually just found my grandma's um, brass earrings. No, Amanda. I, those aren't. <laughs> those belong to my grandma Faye. Amy. <laughs> Literally? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. These are my grandma Faye. These were her earrings. Send, send those earrings <laughs> and $150 for emotional dress or they'll come break your kneecaps. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for listening to The Big Ones. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.